0: Hi guys! I'm Sushmita. Hey guys! I'm Shalini. Welcome to our podcast, Fashionably Awkward. We are two ordinary, yet awkward
1: girls in our 20s chatting about reality behind the whimsical world of fashion,
0: marketing and lifestyle. We have a lots of stories and tips to share for aspiring designers and fashion enthusiasts around the world. Grab your cup of
1: coffee, tea, water or whatever for this rollercoaster ride. Welcome back to this episode of Fashionably Awkward. Hope everyone is having a wonderful day. Today, we'll be diving into the world of digital fashion. I'm pretty sure that everyone must be wondering what exactly digital fashion is. Well, as the name suggests, uh, it's exactly that physical plus digital is the amalgamation of both the worlds in fashion. So, stay tuned as we dive more deep into this topic and know how digital fashion came into being why and how is it important today and what the future holds in terms of digital
0: fashion so we are really excited to speak on this topic and uh, how we came across this topic uh, actually the story behind it is very interesting so we were discussing about nft and everything and then we were we were just uh, very interested in the topic so we dived deeper and we went into digging about the topic and we found uh, many websites serving digital clothes and we started trying them out on their apps and uh, and then decided to speak on this about this topic on our podcast. Exactly
1: Shalini, I think it's a very interesting topic and I think to explain the meaning of what digital fashion we have to go to almost 2019 like before the pandemic i think fashion shows were very prevalent but as the pandemic started many designers and many fashion weeks also started uh, deciding to take all their fashion shows virtually i think that was a big shift that was very difficult for most designers to adapt as well and also uh, interesting at the same time because they had a new space to work with I think this also emphasized into the need of uh, sustainability for the brand. Uh, however, they also wanted to give the real life um, experience to the consumer at the same time, because that is how the brand's vision could be told. So I think like the designers found a midway uh, between both of these uh, these things. So basically, just after the pandemic, all shows were basically just virtual, which was like a very sudden shift. So designers slowly started experimenting and started creating shows that were half physical and half digital. And that really gave an uh, extra boost to the brand. I think the real life aspect of the show is very critical in launching a very innovative brand and innovative collection. Thus, they started turning into the digital phase of fashion shows and adapted into more sustainable ethos that utilize different types of digital platforms that the brand's vision can be, you know, extended the physical fashion taps into the, the both physical and digital world and it allows the, uh, the brand to engage with the customer beyond just the experience of their screens but making it more real for the consumers to see the garments on themselves or on their friends. So I think that's really um, exciting idea. Um, also, one of the examples of this can be Nicholas Gascierre He uh, he showcased his collection with Louis Vuitton in spring 2021, which expressed non-binary fashion in a digital fashion concept. Basically, he had created all these green screens around the walls, which showed 3D elements and movies running around them. At the same time, even viewers could view the fashion show and the models and the garments on the models. So it was a great experience for people who are watching that fashion show, through a screen and also people who are experiencing this fashion show physically present in those halls. So I think that was a very exciting concept. And just before recording this podcast, even me and Shalini were discussing some of the ideas and some of, of the fashion shows that she had researched.
0: So recently at Balma's Spring 2021 show where uh, the creative director, Olivier partnered with LG in order to get the screen installed for, for our guests who were not... Uh, able to attend a show physically so they attended the show virtually and uh, to make it possible they had the screens installed in three different rows on one side of the room there were guests who were present physically and uh, for the guests who weren't there to make their experience seamless they had set up the screen in such a way that they were they could take pictures and enjoy it as if it was happening right in front of them. So it was basically the first digital front row that included critics, uh, reviewers from fashion industry. And similarly, uh, Xenia's fall 2020 show was like half uh, pre-taped. Half of the show was physically presented in Milan. So the creative director of uh, Xenia basically had invited 50 of his guests to... The company's headquarter to watch the show, which was filmed beforehand, even before the collection was presented on the runway. So it was quite impressive uh, in terms of uh, mixing digital and physical fashion. So with that, the question that arises in our mind is: How did this all start? Like when? Well, we can't really point out a moment or day or year to say that the digital fashion was established on this particular day or or was launched but uh, it was a very gradual transition and um, to say that uh, digital fashion became a significant part of our life uh, it mostly happened post-pandemic when this term was coined and uh, basically the, if we go through our past and see like few ins- instances wherein we have seen the existence of digital fashion in our daily lives through different apps that we have been using. So for my experience, that would be Snapchat definitely. We had the opportunity to design our bit emoji, style it as per our aesthetic and make it, uh, you know, dress up, dress it up and try on different accessories on it. And that whole experience uh, from consumers point of view was very delightful for me. And then on a daily basis, whenever, whenever like we go on different apps for booking our tickets, uh, air tickets, or um, just trying out uh, different retail shops online, where wherein we have virtual assistant. So that whole uh, experience is like mixture of digital and physical, wherein we uh, have virtual assistant who would be assisting us. When we uh, place an order, we get the actual product. And uh, then... Then with Instagram also, like uh, post-pandemic, when there was a surge in, you know, different filters um, consisting of fashion accessories by different brands. A lot of brands also came up with uh, different filters for people to try out their product virtually. They couldn't buy it, but at least they have luxury to try out the product. So that was something which was like first-hand experience of digital fashion for most of us. Then uh, there are many apps, gaming apps, which um, help us to experience the digital fashion uh, or the AR technology being at our uh, homes. So, uh, to name a few, like apps that, that were Kim Kardashian Hollywood, Fashion Star Boutique, Shopping Mall Girls, Dress, Dressed and uh, many more so where you can like style your avatar you uh, you have different uh, characters and to play around with so it's very interesting and I also remember Sush telling me about uh, one of the app or game I don't remember the name exactly but wherein you had different uh, luxury brands uh, offering their uh, clothing to style your avatar and
1: Yes, right, Shalu, Yeah, I had told you about that game. That game's name was Roblox. So basically, it's a game where, you know, uh, Gucci had created an experience where you can uh, create your own avatar, your own look and your own identity with their garments that were digitally available and accessories. So that was a very interesting experience when I, you know, saw the video of that game. Um, also going back to the example of instagram that you had given so uh, shalini and i had also worked on an instagram filter for a brand so this brand basically wanted a mask that they had created to be available on a filter so that people can try that mask on themselves and you know judge for themselves how it looks and do they want to buy it or not buy it or etc so that definitely helped the brand in terms of engagement and you in terms of consumers so that even uh, we both have experienced firsthand so that was interesting having said that I think the biggest uh, important question that I think most people might be having is why is digital fashion important in today's world we already have like physical garments why is digital fashion important but I think it is because it's the future, uh, it is important both for brands as well as consumers. Uh, for brands, I would say there are a variety of factors. Um, first of which uh, is that it gives the brand an edge. So for example, if you compare brands like Zara and H&M, H&M has recently come up with a digital fashion garment, which was a sweater. And it had run like a contest for that uh, garment. So that definitely gave the app of H&M and edge over Zara because Zara and H&M apps essentially look the same but if you give one of the app an experience which is digital it definitely gives gives that an edge and more people try to you know visit the app see how it works so it gives a lot of attraction to the website and uh, traffic and attraction to a website definitely uh, ends up in sales for most of the brands so that is one benefit next is uh, trial and sharing features with friends and family without actually going together physically to shop so people can just try out outfits sitting at one place uh, their friends can be in different cities. They can just try it, send them the picture and, you know, share their experiences and shop together even while being in different cities or different places. Uh Then, uh, of course, one of the... M- biggest factor sustainability this way of selling clothes is eco-friendly and sustainable the brands do not end up wasting a lot of material or wasting any surplus production on making this clothes because everything is digital they can just sell off these clothes digitally they don't have to invest a lot of cost in terms of production next which is a very important factor is scalability Uh, this form of fashion or this form of selling of commodity definitely helps the brand to make it more saleable across the world. They can produce it at a very cheaper cost and basically sell it to so many more people than they had ever imagined through physical stores and other departmental stores. Next is, of course, for the brand, it's very good to, you know, track what the consumer is doing because this app is so interlocked with social media. They can see how their consumers are... Uh, shopping what they are shopping what is their consumer journey how many time have they posted about their garments that Fiji digitally bought so that definitely gives them an edge in understanding the consumer very closely and last but not the least it increases a lot of engagement as I mentioned in all the above points because digital fashion gives an edge to the brand much more people uh, have the curiosity to see what it, what this new concept is. So at this moment, because it's very new, a lot of brands get a lot of engagement through this method. So this was for all the brands. Now, if we turn uh, to the consumer side of digital fashion, I think um, for consumers... First of all, they can experiment a lot with this kind of fashion. Uh, You and me will probably just wear a t-shirt or a top or, you know, we will not experiment. Like there are very few people who tend to experiment. Uh, But I think if there are options through which you can try uh, clothing just digitally and not buy it or not have to buy it this is a very good way to you know try oh i want to try this avant-garde look or i want to try a look that lady kaga wore in some of her music video i can just try it buy it digitally and try it out i I don't have to produce a whole wing and whole avant-garde look with folds and you know all that stuff so that is an exciting prospect for any fashion lover uh next is of course it is sustainable you don't have to have walk in closet to store all your clothes some of your garments can be just digital garments and some of your garments can just be like physical garments so that is an exciting thing next of course as you know fast fashion is very prominent nowadays everyone wants to wear a new look on social media a new day new me new party new me look so people can buy digital clothes and just wear different outfits on different parties and different occasions they don't have to uh, necessarily buy an outfit and waste that outfit after just using it once so that is one benefit and of course one of the best benefit according to me is people of any age gender location uh, can wear these outfits there are no restriction in terms of where you live What is the shipping cost? Is the store available there? Is the garment available there? All these middlemen and all these problems just nullify and you can just buy it digitally. So that is a really great advantage. And of course, uh, it's an amazing way to interact on social media and also on metaverse, which is the future of social media, as they say. So I think that is really great prospect for even people to have an interesting social media present with digital fashion garments.
0: Now you all must be wondering, how can we try these ourselves? So it's a very fairly easy process to explore digital fashion firsthand. By far, we have discovered uh, three digital platforms that are catering digital outfits to their audience. The first one is AddressX and the another one is X Couture. So uh, these websites uh, have their own apps wherein you can go and try out uh, different outfits through different filters that they have, then there is one more uh, website called Zekiki. Uh, It's a cloud based platform that provides incredible 2D image cutting, 3D configuration, and also like AR function, which will help you to customize your outfit as per your need. And also it also provides e-commerce a platform to, you know, cater to their audience through the website. So, yeah, mostly these apps and websites are very user-friendly. It's absolutely similar to the brick and mortar experience, except the fact that they do not have virtual assistants for now. But uh, whatever VR product they have displayed, they're quite easy to uh, use. So, uh, I feel the fun part of this is that it allows us to skip a lot of hustle that we face while going for shopping physically. Basically, you do not have to go through traffic or the pressure to, you know, try on your outfits on trial room. Basically, you can try any filter which you want. You do not actually have to take off your clothes to try on the outfit. And then also like the frustration we go through when we do not find a product Um, in the store so uh, since there is no time constraint so you have all the time to visit the website like leisurely and explore it so yeah that's the good part also I believe that uh, nowadays uh, our consumers are well informed and they like to make a purchase based on online reviews because reviews leads to the purchase so I believe that um, a lot of uh, users would like to know more about the digital clothes. So uh, from our research, like we have found a really cool uh, YouTube influencer, her name is uh, uh, Safia Naigard, who herself has bought these digital clothes and tried them on and sh- shared her feedback. So it's an awesome page to gain some insight on digital fashion. And even few Indian bloggers have recently cl- uh, collaborated with DressX to try out digital outfits. So we had checked a few uh, pictures on Shireen Loveberg's page. So yeah, that's a good way to learn about it. Yes, exactly, Shalini. I think with the digital
1: world increasing day by day, even uh, many bloggers from India and from abroad are trying these new platforms and new apps. I think that is very exciting and I would love to try such apps and see how it actually works. I think me and Shalini will try them out sometime and post it uh, for you guys to even have a look. Yeah, and now I think it's an important turning point to also talk about uh, the future of digital fashion. I think digital... Fashion is not like a standalone thing. It runs very parallelly to uh, NFTs. NFT is non-fungible tokens. Uh, They are basically tokens that you can buy digitally and uh, you get an ownership certificate. It cannot be replicated by anyone because there is only one owner of uh, that certificate. Uh, So these owners can only sell these NFTs digitally and sell the ownership of these tokens. So I think digital fashion and NFTs are very closely interspersed linked i think as the market for nfts is growing uh digital fashion is also booming brands today are investing equal amount of money in, on M- nfts and on digital fashion nfts is purely digital as of right now so many consumers are not completely testing it uh, especially in countries like india like countries who are still developing, it's a relatively new concepts and people don't think it is important to in, invest in NFTs. But I think digital fashion is, is on the right track. It is something uh, where it bridges the gap between the physical and the digital world. So consumer can accept key. Yes, they are going to get like a product in exchange of um, whatever their money spent. So I think that is a very interesting
0: um, yeah, Sosha, I completely agree with you that the customer nowadays are not completely, you know, uh, used to the idea of NFT or completely trusted. So digital strategies are very good for brands to try out first to gain customers trust. So, one such example is wherein Gucci tried a similar operation, wherein it collaborated with a fashion tech company, Warner Kicks, and companies like Reebok and Puma also uh, created an app with Warner Kicks for um, audience to have a virtual fitting experience on through Snapchat. Uh, so they had this filters and customers were uh, able to try on the sneakers virtually and whatever size they want to have for themselves. And then uh, once they place the order, they would get the product, actual products. And though like if you see this was a good example of NFT from uh, Gucci's point of view, but then since Gucci did not have uh, blockchain authentication which you need for NFTs, so Gucci could not claim it to be like exclusive virtual product or digital asset. So, of course, it became like a replicable thing and a lot of brands, uh, smaller brands, also tried the same strategy. Also, the uh, university in United Kingdom, uh, the Institute of Digital Fashion, basically, they uh, started an organization called IRLXURL Academy to teach designers around the world how to translate their garment into virtual item. And the group introduced its own virtual garment collection on the red carpet for uh, Britain's the Fashion Award. And all the guests were uh, seen wearing those clothes. And later, those clothes, virtual pieces, were sold as NFT. So that was a huge step for the fashion industry to, you know, uh, jump in into the world of NFT and introduce virtual pieces to the world. So I think with future... I see a lot of potential in the world of NFT for fashion industry. For me, I believe that it will start with more of shapewear brands, activewear brands, where it, because people have to try these outfits digitally. So they need something which, you know, goes well with their body type, the outfit that fits their body. So I think wear is something which would help them to try on those filter just to see if the out, digital outfits are you know fitting well on their body type so i see a lot of potential on for those companies those brand uh, to give you an example uh, brands like skim is already there by kim kardashian and it's a very clever idea to start a share wear because uh, as we look into the future more share wear will be required uh, by the audience, by the customers. And also recently, Good America also uh, launched their shave wear collection, which included body suit and uh, more of active wear. So yeah, that's a good way to uh, take your brand forward in this
1: direction. Yes, exactly, Shalini. I think with the boom of digital fashion, many of the supporting elements to digital fashion are definitely going to boom in the future. Just like Skims and many other brands who, you know, build up clothes which are worn uh, primarily for, uh, for your body. Uh, so... Again, I think looking at the more futuristic approach of digital fashion, like say 10 to 20 uh, years from now, probably, I think there are a lot of scopes in terms of how it will help uh, to restore different kinds of arts and crafts, especially in India. India is a very rich country who has many crafts, hand, hand crafts, many different types of embroideries, many different types of fabric. So it's very rich in terms of that culture and art form. So I think uh, digital fashion gives... A leeway, a bridge between the artisan and uh, the actual consumer, and makes it more exclusive, first of all, and more better in terms of quality. I think these uh, crafts that are you know dying because future generations are not taking up this new craft as in Indian market there is no takers for this uh, craft. I think digital fashion can give it a new stage and a new platform through which artisan can show their artistry and help these uh, digital creators to create a digital uh, version of their artifacts and uh, I think more and more exclusive customers can enjoy and appreciate this and I think in terms of even the economy uh, the artisan uh, artisan group will be played uh, paid uh, well through these uh, mechanisms so I think that is where I think it's an interest scope uh, for India and uh, also in a more futuristic approach I think uh, in future uh, at the rate at which we are wasting material, plastics and many more things. I think in future there would be uh, digital printers through which you can directly digitally print uh, your 3D garments that you see on digital fashion apps. Um, because they anyways have all the measurements uh, of you when you are trying on these clothings. But once you print it out by using all the ways that you have produced into your just like your own printer, just combine it and wear it. I think that is... Uh, really interesting and i think many digital printers are available right now but they are at a very basic introduction stage but i think once uh people start doing more uh, research into how wastes can be used to create garments and digital garments in printers i think that's a very interesting approach that i would love to see many other brands do so yeah i think let's see uh, shalini what happens in the future uh, in this department uh, we will be definitely looking forward to any new apps that are launching in india uh, and abroad of course we will be trying some uh, digital garments on different apps and posting it on social media if you want to check it out please visit our social media and have a look um and yeah i think with this uh, we come to an end to this episode see you guys in the next episode bye
0: thank you for being a part of our fashionably awkward banter you can listen to this podcast on all podcasting platforms such as anchor spotify apple and google Podcasts. drop us a five star rating and comment let us know what it is that you would like us to talk about on this podcast Or you can text us on 984. (laughs) Just kidding. You can get in touch with us on Instagram at
1: fashionably.awkward. We are super active on Insta, so come say hi. Doodles!